1: People came from around the world to our fair city. They were here to run, and many people came to watch the runners as well. Whether you were one of the little kids who did just a little short run or a mile or a 5K or half marathon, or if you did the whole enchilada and chewed off 26.2 miles over the weekend, you may have some bumps and bruises today. And there were some people that were dealing with some significant issues over the weekend. We are delighted to be joined right now by Dr. Lenny Weiss, an emergency medicine doctor, and also is uh, the one who headed up the rapid response team for the Pittsburgh Marathon. Dr. Weiss, thanks so much for coming back on KDK. How are you?
0: Uh, doing well. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it.
1: So how long did it take for you to put this team together? I mean, I know you've done this for many years, but does it get easier as you go on or do you find yourself saying, well, we could do this or maybe we should add that. And so it is always evolving. It's always different.
0: It is always involving, but we certainly have lessons learned uh, over the years, how to deploy different responders, what sorts of emergencies we should plan for. And most of the time, Uh, that planning pays off, and uh, we expect the typical uh, um, events. However, as public safety and other occurrences evolve in our society and whatnot, we still have to be prepared for the unexpected. And as the weather changes, that changes the dynamic as well. And so you just never know who you might encounter, uh, what problem they may have.
1: Were you paying very close attention to the weather for the last, what, month or so, just sort of getting a sense for where? I mean, because a very hot day is going to make a different kind of challenge for you than one if it's 35 at the beginning of the race, right?
0: Absolutely. So the weather is probably one of the key factors that plays in to our uh, decision-making, our preparations, and uh, the expectation for on-scene treatment uh, at the race. Uh, the temperature and the humidity are the two key factors, um, and we pay attention to what is called the wet bulb globe temperature that synthesizes that information to give us, uh, you know, what the expected conditions may be.
1: So what exa- is that kind of like saying, you know, a heat index kind of thing? I mean, is that factoring in humidity and other things besides just temperature?
0: Exactly. So we, uh, we consider what the, the raw temperature is, how hot is it, that plays a factor. But also the density of the, the water vapor in the air can affect how that heat is retained surrounding a body and our human ability to sweat, which is our natural uh, physiologic cooling down process.
1: So how many people all together make up this rapid response team? How many folks are we talking about?
0: So uh, the distribution of uh, our entire medical team spans the length of the marathon, all 26 uh, miles of it. Um, the rapid response team focuses on that last uh, bit of the chute where you turn the corner onto the boulevard of the Allies, go all the way through the finish line into Point Park. That's where people stop running. They've exerted themselves at that very last dash, and they may have had you know, a higher risk of having a medical event. Our, our finish line tent is there as well. So we have probably about uh, 25 folks that are, that are committed to that last area in the rapid response team, in addition to many, many more uh, responders that are throughout the course and housed in the finish line medical tent.
1: Dr. Lenny Weiss joining us here on KDK talking about the medical care that runners and perhaps sometimes even those who were spectators may have needed this weekend. I'm presuming the overwhelming majority though was for the athletes themselves in terms of those you had to treat. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. We're always prepared to deal with spectators, uh, other events that may happen just in the area, but we really built this system to protect and, uh, 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 provide great care for the athletes that are participating in the event.
1: So how many different situations did you have? How many people were you dealing with when it was all said and done?
0: When it was all said and done, we treated uh, just under 140 patients total during the day, and that was across the entire course. Uh, We transported 25 patients to the hospital from the race itself. And um, that we saw various conditions, anywhere from some cardiac concerns, certainly a lot of exhaustion uh, and uh, dehydration. Impressively, we saw many cases of hyperthermia where the body temperature is way above what we can naturally tolerate or regulate in our brains to the point where we actually have to put them in a cold water bath to cool them down. Uh, And they do quite well once we're able to do that and provide other critical care.
1: Is that different than heat stroke? I mean, it's a different term, but is it does it present itself similarly?
0: That is what I would call heat stroke. Yeah. That is what I would call heat stroke. And we, we certainly saw that. Um, and it was surprising if you were uh, in the weather or saw what it was. It was a lot cooler than expected, cloudy and rainy. Uh, but maybe with the humidity and the other factors of these individual patients, uh, impressively, they got their temps really high.
1: Any issues with orthopedic issues? I mean, are you dealing with knees or ankles or hips or things like that, too? Or is that more something that somebody's going to realize maybe today or tomorrow that they ran through something that perhaps they shouldn't have?
0: We certainly had orthopedic injuries. And what's, what's phenomenal is through our great partnership with both emergency medicine and sports medicine uh, and athletic training, we had experts on, on the scene and in our finish line tent. So wherever they went down or had some soreness, uh, we would uh, get some professionals to tape their legs um, or their foot or ankle, uh, provide crutches, massage techniques, other therapy to, to get them back going as needed. Maybe not back into the race, but at least the treatment they would, need, uh, they would need ongoing.
1: How rewarding is it for you and for your team to realize that you are there and able to provide these things and also put Pittsburgh in the light of uh, of being a world-class race?
0: We are so proud to be part of both our specialties, but the partnerships that we put together to provide this care and as part of uh, the Pittsburgh Marathon itself and the city of Pittsburgh. It's, it's uh, overjoying to, uh, to be a, a real impactful element of the race that so many travel for. Uh, they look forward to uh, participating in or just watching. Uh, it's, it's really a powerful experience to be part of.
1: So much that you're going to go ahead and run it next year. Is that what I heard?
0: I'll tell you what, if I only could, I'm so impressed by the folks that that do this. But if I can't run it, I will help uh, be part of the medical uh, administration and, and and be very satisfied in doing so.
1: There you go. It's, always, it's like they used to tell me in college, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. And I wasn't exactly sure how to take that, doctor, but eventually I just sort of laughed it off. Hey, we very much appreciate you being here. Thanks for what you did for those athletes and obviously for their families too. Uh, very, very important to have that type of coverage out there, and we sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks again. Yep, good stuff.